welcome back to episode three of Undercover Billionaire. Um, back always, um, as always, with Jake and Hessa. Um, before we get to the show, I want to talk a little business. I want to talk about some recent leverage mm-hmm. I've, uh, I've done, some recent business deals I've done. Jake, I know you're always doing deals. Always. Um, welcome to the boardroom. Let's let's name let's this segment. The, mm-hmm. yeah, it's called the, the boardroom. Board we call mm-hmm. the boardroom. Board take, take a seat with us. Yeah, I'll do like a little, a, chair. a little music introduction thing. Welcome board to the boardroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Before we get to the board, well, what are we drinking in the boardroom today? I don't have grape bees. A little white. You're drinking a white I have water. I have um, an entire bottle of rosé next to me. That's like that I bought for twelve dollars. That's boardroom behavior. Boardroom behavior. And then I, I mm-hmm. carried it home by the neck of the bottle. Just like I didn't even I didn't even think about how I looked, but I realized I was walking down Mulberry. Where do you get a bottle for twelve bucks in Manhattan? At Mulberry Street, baby. Oh, okay. there's a bunch of places. I mean, it's just cheap. It's just cheap wine. You could always find cheap wine. Um, yeah, but I was holding it like in. I was holding like a weapon like this. Like you'd hold yeah. a baseball bat, and I realized I looked insane <laughs> holding a twelve-dollar bottle of rosé. I was gonna hit it on someone's head, but I didn't, and we're here, thank God. But some recent, um, okay, some recent leverage, some recent business mm-hmm. dealing. Start us off with a little. So dealing. you were you were out of town recently. I was out of town recently. I didn't tell you about this because I was really proud of it in the moment, but it's also something that's kind of embar- not embarrassing to share. But it's embarrassing to be someone who shares it because you never want to we'll be We'll decide like, it later. Okay, you can tell me if it's embarrassing to make into content. But my grandma died. It was <laughs> 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 so embarrassing. Oh yeah, yeah, that's cringe. It's incredibly embarrassing to have a family member who dies. Um, she, but the thing is, I'm like, she was 96. She had a full, long life, and she passed very peacefully. Neither of you have given me con- uh, condol- condolences? No, not. Okay, crickets. Crickets. The boardroom is no place for emotion. (laughs) The boardroom is no place for emotion. I can hear. I just think. Okay, how Um, old are you, and how old is she? How old was she? How old are you, and how old was she? (laughs) Okay, thank you for acknowledging my grandma's death. (laughs) Finally, at least some. um, I'm twenty. (laughs) She's. She was um ninety six. I'm twenty seven. Okay. Yeah, so she was like 300 years older than me. Like, it's <laughs> yeah, fine. exactly. It's, like, it's totally okay. Um, but she passed peacefully. You know, she was surrounded by family, had a full long life. Anyways, I went back to Iowa to go to her funeral, which was great, beautiful. I wrote a eulogy. I slayed a eulogy. Okay, you have no idea. People cried. People died. <laughs> People died. People cried. People died. <laughs> People died. My grandma. Um, <laughs> we get it. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and anyways, you know, the funeral run went off well. We were going to the, you know, you drive in a funeral procession. You drive to the, um, the cemetery. Okay. And we got there, or my whole family got there in this funeral procession. And when we got there, we realized that the plot that had been dug up was not her plot. It was not. Do you, the is there a family you plot? Lost the plot. Or she's a, well, she's my like grandpa. A my grandpa's dead. And she <laughs> literally be... lost the plot. <laughs> and so they're. They next lost to each the other. plot. So they're supposed to be buried next to each other, you know? Did they and fill the plot? 
that well, was supposed so to be? Well, so there was this random woman's plot that was dug up that she was supposed to be buried in. You know, mm-hmm. and it's Some like anon. this is not this is not my grandmother's plot. Okay, mm-hmm. we can't bury her here. And the only person that was in sight was a literal grave digger. Okay, <laughs> I had no clue that like this a job crooked existed. old like weird hunchback type guy. I'm not even Scary kidding. Guy. He was literally like covered in dirt. <laughs> and like wearing. Do all they not? Brown. So they don't send. They, you don't get like a representative. You just like. You go and do it yourself. They kind of give you the key. So what I found out is that the cemetery, <laughs> the, the cemetery director was in our like, um, like what did you call it? Like a procession, right? Mm-hmm. He was in a car in the procession. He was in the hearse, and so he got out and you know one he of was my in the hearse. Was, Wait a minute, you know, <laughs> that in, seems driving. A bit... He was he was in the passenger seat of the hearse or something. He was not in the okay, coffin. Okay, okay. Let's hope he was not in the coffin <laughs> <laughs> with my grandma, who's dead. <laughs> By the way, yeah, and you're laughing, and you're laughing, um, and <laughs> and so we, you know, we told him like, hey, like this is not her plot. Her headstone is not her name. Like this is insane. This is like absolutely insane. Like this is the mm-hmm. like it's a cliche like millennial thing to say, but you truly had one job. Mm-hmm. There was one, like there was one thing you had to do. Truly, is you, just dig up yeah. the right thing, and that's it. And that should be the easiest thing you do. And you, well, he's got to coordinate so much. But you fucked up. You have to have a system that's just plots are numbered, and it's like this yeah. number goes there. Like it cannot be that hard, right? It really cannot be that hard. Well, so the big question is: Did, did was your grandma's real plot given away, or was it still free? No. Okay. So what happened was. I told, you know, they ushered us into a chapel on site and we're basically like, you know, sorry. They made us listen to a few more prayers. They brought out some fake ass priest to give a few more prayers to like, you know, hold, o- hold us over while they figured out the, this fucking mistake they made. And I was like, I know what you're doing. We've already said our father four times today. We no reason we need to say it. This is not a part of this, you know, you know, funeral right now. Mm-hmm. But the representative for the cemetery came back in and was like, guys, you know, we'll have to bury her tomorrow, which I was like, no, no way. Like, no, way. I, I made a day trip in from Des Moines, Iowa to come to this random ass rural town in Iowa to bury my grandmother. And now I have to buy a hotel. And I was like, no, 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 no. Of course, I was no, going to no, no. buy a hotel and stay to see my grandmother buried. But I told them I walked. But so the, the plot was available. The correct plot. Yes. They okay. just dug up it the just wrong woman's plot. And that woman, she's still alive. Mm-hmm. She's already paid. As far as we know. So well, I'm sure, I'm sure the cemetery director is calling her and being like, hey, how are you feeling? You feeling okay? <laughs> <laughs> we got, we haven't dug up. We've got, you think, what, what are you doing for the next two? Any big plans for the next couple she weeks? Said, how are you doing? <laughs> We're running a special for the next uh, week. Yeah. Right. If you die, your plot's already dug up. This you have any special. risky things you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> We're paying for you to go bungee jumping! <laughs> Free bungee jumping! (laughs) (laughs) But I walked up to the funeral director and I was like, this is insane. I was like, this is is just insane. (laughs) This is insane. And the gravedigger was standing behind him 
And I was just, I, it felt so, it was such an insane experience because it was like, this is. You, went, you went Karen mode. I, oh, I was yeah. a big ass fucking mm-hmm. Karen. And the thing is, you should be allowed to be a Karen when it's justified. It's mm-hmm. rarely justified, but in, when someone is delaying. You took out every of, moment that you wanted to be a Karen living in New York and you saved it for this. This you one justifiable day. I'm picturing your whole family just turning and looking at you when this mm-hmm. went wrong. Just like. You cracking your knuckles. Ben grew seven <laughs> the funny inches thing taller. Is, the funny thing is, my mom. My mom was like, "It's fine. It's fine, Ben. Just buy the hotel room." And I'm like, "I am not buying a hotel room. No one is buying a hotel room tonight. We're it's gonna like do two, it at midnight. It's like two hundred dollars <laughs> if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're digging. Get out I'll there and dig a hole myself, right now. Yeah. <laughs> We're not paying for this shit." And I was just like, the hotels there are shitty. Also, it's like rural Iowa. There's one nice place you can stay, and it costs like $200 a night. No way. And so. No way. I told the funeral director, I was like, this is, you know, this is crazy. Like, this is, I was calm at first. But I was like, this is a mistake that is, like, this is the worst thing you could do. You know that, right? And he was like, yeah, you know, it was just. I, I can name five worse things that a funeral director could do. But, <laughs> come, but come on, like plausible, plausible. <laughs> no, like it is bad. It is do. really bad. Yeah. And I was just like, okay. Um, he was like, he, oh, lose he the was, body. He was like, he was like, oh, it's a mistake. He was like, it's just a mistake. I understand. You know, this might be painful for you guys, but I'm. It was just human error. And I was like, yeah, well, a mistake implies you fix it, and if you don't fix it, it's not a mistake. You're just fucking people over. And that's when I started to get really mad at him because you it was clear him. that he was not willing to cede anything to, you know, he was not willing to uh, meaningfully to pay for your hotel room that yeah. he needed to pay for my hotel room. You wanted like the next <laughs> one free. Was and it? So, was, were you the only I one? Or give me a free a plot room? or give me a free plot. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. It was multiple family members who we were all planning to just make it, you know, make it a long day. We drive in, we do the funeral, we drive out, right? Mm-hmm. And that now became impossible. So we had now have like 10 people who need to buy a hotel room. Okay, that's a lot of money if you add that up, which is why mm-hmm. he didn't want to pay it. But I told him, I was like, why is it the burden on us to pay for these hotel rooms when this is a egregious mistake you have made? And he was just like, well, you know, it's just a human error. And he said that again. And I was like, what human? First of all, what human? The grave digger? And then I looked at the grave digger and I was like, he should be automated. Okay, I kind of mm-hmm. went really. I kind of got really mean. I told a great. Wait, you said you said that you said he should be automated. Yes, yes. It's very mean. Jesus. But look, I was. It like, was. In, I was in Greece. Like those I robots was, in L.A. Like the food delivery robots. Like, I, but it's actually automated. insane that you have just one guy digging hole. You don't. You're not even using a piece of machinery. I'm sure he uses. Where a are they supposed to get a new one? A new Passive, guy. He was covered in dirt. Yeah, it's you're digging a hole. Not yeah. with, not, get a piece of machinery. Get a little fucking bobcat or something. They still. Someone needs to wheel it up to the grave. Come on, <laughs> come, on come on, come on, come on. That man, someone. that man should be automated. I'm sorry. That man should be automated. I know it's. What are they going to install a system so that those things can get around anywhere? Sure. And then they're just going to dig it up, and no one's going to check. It, does then, anyone? Does anyone even want to be a grave digger? In thirty years, should that job even you, be it's a... machine error? <laughs> and you're going to say, "Why did no one check on this?" <laughs> there should be you a person doing, doing, doing this. this. You should have a... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my hotel room. Anyways, <laughs> I 
I, you know, kind of yelled a little bit. Um, but I was more just mad because, like, I'm, my family shouldn't have to pay for this. And the guy was mm-hmm. giving me attitude, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, anyways, I leveraged this horrible thing that happened into free hotels for me and my family. <laughs> for everyone? Yeah, she for got everyone. everyone a free hotel. Yes, in the mama. nice one? Mm-hmm. You got the nice hotel. You got Iowa's only nice hotel. I'm not staying at a fucking roadside inn after my grandma died. Mm-hmm. Even if it's Neither free. is my mom. Neither is anyone. What would you have done if they like hardballed you? Would you have taken a cheap hotel? No, I, I, I just would have kept arguing. Which is they literally okay. they had they like had to pay me to leave basically. You know? So they got you all hotels. I truly was not going to accept. Were you the hero to your family? No, they were incredibly annoyed with me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? They'll appreciate it at the end of the month when they need to pay rent. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying that's a little business lesson. If and so, how'd it go the next day? Fine. We she went to the ground. You know, normal. Nice. Fine. I didn't see the guy. The guy wasn't there. But it was. Yeah, you know, it was nice. It was beautiful. I had the. I, <laughs> they I and buried my family, in the other hole. I and my family got the closure we needed. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. And yeah, he wasn't there. They probably killed him. They probably filled the other plot with the yeah. grave digger. <laughs> yeah, they said they, we, we have to put someone in here. <laughs> they got to put someone in here. <laughs> It's like, how should like that mean gay guy had a really good idea about automating you. <laughs> <laughs> Buy a machine. <laughs> so, I, sorry, guys. I know this is going to come across as so mean, but you don't understand the moment. Listener, no, I think please you don't judge that. me for this. I think you slayed. I was maybe yeah. a little too mean. That's why I was hesitant to talk about this moment, but I figured. It's a bonus. We're drinking. This is a Grant Cardone. No, moment. I think that you, you know, say that, we're talking and about we've business. all done much worse for much less. Yeah, I one of the meanest have. things I've done. Yeah, has to definitely has to definitely has. Okay, but that's my business lesson. That's my leverage. You turn a family tragedy into as many free hotel rooms as possible, and that's going to appear behind you, just like an undercover it's a flash graphic. That's your motto. <laughs> yeah, you can, be, you tell, can turn... tell grave diggers to be automated. <laughs> Look, what you gotta do is you gotta tell grave diggers they need to be automated. When you see people who are low vibrational workers, you need to tell them that they should be automated. I love your fixation on the fact that he was covered in dirt. <laughs> I know because he, he should be. It was in. I was shocked that that is how they still did things. It felt mm-hmm. like a. It it's like it felt to me like go. It'd be like going to London and seeing. Uh, like, like Dickensian orphan asking for porridge. Porridge. They need, they need to connect Gravediggers <laughs> to Web3. Oi, spare porridge. It's I think what, they have a special I place that they heard that to ask for porridge. I don't think they ask, like, walk people on the street. <laughs> you know what I'm graves. saying. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> I know. It felt like it's that. annoying. It, it felt like that. Yeah, it's anyways, Jake. You got it. I love that you call that a business story. <laughs> it is a business story. I made money. I made money in the form of yeah. hotels. Yes, that that's, was business. that's a business story. Look, we might have different approaches. Life. Well, because because when you apply business to life, you succeed. When you apply mm-hmm. business, to life, when you treat no, everything no like a little transaction, exactly. Every everything, every conversation. I'm picturing the words behind Jake. Apply business to life. Apply business to life. Business, business life. equals life. Business equals life. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and if you're listening at home, you can write that down. You can write that one down. That one's free. <laughs> <laughs> next one's going to cost you. Uh, next one will cost you. Jake, do you have any business stories you want to share? Do you have some any business stuff. Well, just some stuff that happened in the last week. Um, so I realized, so Heaven, the bar that I now own and run, is it's over by the Jefferson L stop, which is like a horrible Disneyland, like of like for like yeah. commuters. It's yeah. terrible. But we need we're like two blocks away, so we're kind of out of the way. And so I'm designing a billboard or possibly a full like painted mural that we have to put up. And I don't know what to put. So that's Wait, a so question out there to for the direct listeners. direct foot traffic. Say one Jefferson block away. L, yeah, having one block away. If you just had so a one, billboard that said heaven you know heaven is closer than you think one block away mm, oh, you know okay. there should be a picture of you uh, um you want to see like heaven a, tonight and like, have a gun mm-hmm. next to it <laughs> no in a pantsuit with like tented fingers and um it says underneath um there's a business nearby or something there's a you business know? nearby i think, Generate I think mystery. you do you do like a sky backboard you know like a very heavenly sunset or, or clear blue sky this... and you just say heaven dot 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 it's closer than you think in italics. So and then you keep have in mind arrow that says one mile. Right, heaven is I like, a place I do on like earth that. there. Yeah. Wait, like, keep in mind what? on this wall that I'm thinking of putting this up illegally on, um, are the big thing we have to compete with is a giant sign from House of Yes that says ketamine the musical. Okay, so what you do <laughs> that's what, what you do you. what you do is you um, how much space do you have? I mean as much as I take. Okay, so above it, you make it seem like it's a completely different billboard, okay? Mm-hmm. It's yours. Mm-hmm. You wrote it. Below, right. you do my idea. Heaven, dot, dot, dot. It's closer than you think. Above it, you do another big arrow next to it, and you just say, they are racist. And <laughs> yes. you, you have it be, it's like, sponsored by Bushwick Mutual Aid. It's a map of the area. And they'd be and like, house of no. Every other, every other place. <laughs> house of no, they are racist. And then right below, heaven, dot, dot, dot. It's close to Heaven, $9 well drinks. I know. And no, no, <laughs> we're not racist. You're not, not racist. <laughs> um, I think the other thing work. from this week is my, so when I first, when I, when Rash opened, I tried to get everyone, the whole staff to wear matching uniforms. Everyone hated it. Didn't last one day. Last week, my staff at Heaven came to me and said, we want matching uniforms. And I teared up. It was a full circle moment. And so wow. now and Ben's going to be making. Yeah. I'm going to make it. See, the synergy that we can, just the closed circuit loop of money that can flow mm-hmm. back and forth. I think it was, maybe it was Angel who said it once, but I, I don't remember. Some DJ Same $20 said, bill? Basically, yeah, like nightlife, nightlife in New York City is just the same $400 switching hands over and over and over again. Absolutely. It's so funny because you think, you think that people like make good money, and people do manage to make good money. but No, but everyone turns around and gives it to the person that gave it to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that way leaves. it is like the truest form of mutual aid. You know, where it's just exactly. a closed circuit mutual of the slave. same, the, the most low-earning people just floating each other it's closer than you think <laughs> mutual aid yeah. it's closer than you think literally it's oh, think you're not implicated in mutual aid you are who's got you my are. money who's got my money where's my who's got my money grant we driving grant driving through bushwick i know these guys got my money who's got i my know money? <laughs> <laughs> 
I need to identify the two gamers in the town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, key players. He's talking about doing ketamine. Ah! And then the other thing, the other good thing about this week was, so mm-hmm. Elaine, as we'll get to, is working harder on her deli idea, and she's starting to think about how she's going to make that happen. And as someone who's trying to start a deli myself right now, I really mm-hmm. synergize Wait, with her. Why are you starting a deli? Rash deli. You really synergize with her? <laughs> rash I synergize del- with her right now. <laughs> Sorry, that was a double whammy. I really synergize <laughs> with her rash deli. <laughs> with her rash deli. <laughs> yeah, I do Wait, why? Why? Problem? Why, wh- no, I synergize with Elaine. I, I feel that energy between her and no, I. No, Elaine is doing the best. Elaine I, has uh, minions by the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. She She's definitely killing it. Foot soldiers. But so when she's talking about getting suppliers, I'm in the same step. I'm curious. Wait, where is Rash Deli so going to go? It, her story rings true. Where are you putting the deli, Jake? Across the street. That red building. I pointed out to you like 10 times. <laughs> Wait, behind it? The big warehouse? No, no. Next to the Dollar General. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes oh, sense. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. That will slay. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Although, but the, the, like, the owner of the building is, has like mental health issues as in like she doesn't like to pick up her phone and she yells at me but she like wants to sign what was it monique said vulnerability is an asset exactly mm-hmm. that's what she never she's said vulnerable. You can't, she never said you can't use other people's vulnerability you have, exactly. to, vulnerable. <laughs> you have to become more vulnerable than her exactly answer the phone even less yeah, yeah. or just be like you're crazy you should be in this you should be in this <laughs> crazy <laughs> It's time to cash out. Would you take ten dollars? <laughs> I'm putting you in a home. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, should we get to the episode? Let's do, yeah, let's do it. This was our first 45-minute episode, so there's a little bit less material, but um, it's still, like every episode of Undercover Billionaire, absolutely amazing. Who Mm. do we want to lead with today? For being one of the worst episodes of the series, it's still better than 99% of TV. Literally. Um, Okay, we led with Grant first, then we did Monique. Let's lead with Elaine this time. Mm -hmm. Because Elaine has some pretty funny moments. Um, Right. It opens with her... If you know, a listener just it opens you. with her absolutely slaying in mm-hmm. her rag and bone cleanup sesh. Yeah, just she's got the, the Jane Forth rubber gloves. She's mm-hmm. going to town, and then she meets um, the two girls from Ghost World who live <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally, I had that written too, Hessa. That's so yeah. funny. I was like, that's where these bitches took the bus to. They moved to Fresno. I have that exactly. in my notes. I have that in my notes. I was like, someone took a bus to Fresno. <laughs> it's like, it's like degenerate. It's like if they both had degenerative diseases. Because <laughs> they're both, okay, so if we go back to the first episode, they're paying what, like $25 a night to stay here? Less? Or 400 a month, like Elaine did. But or they're, night, they're nightly rate. Yeah. I feel like I Elaine is the only one who's laid in a uh, monthly rate. Mm-hmm. Well, so, yeah, no, these they, are just kind of, it seems these like people who got stuck there. there. Yeah. Because they've of the like, pandemic. They've like because spent of COVID. COVID at a weird inn. 
Which is I mean, kind like, of a sleigh. like so many people right? who like it's just, like summer like, camp. Yeah, I mean, it probably really sucks for them. They like lost housing under COVID and everything, like a lot of people did. Like they're not they they didn't seem like particularly like downwardly mobile to me. They just seemed like mm-hmm. they hit a rough patch and had to like find a place to stay in a pinch, and they moved yeah. to Sheps. But well, little I do they love know what they're their in names. For. Mm-hmm. Okay, Kelly. Oh, yeah. I also Kelly, love their names. But the name Gentry, it's like that's like a saloon hooker name. <laughs> I so genuinely, sick. I'm not kidding. Unironically, I love that name. Gentry is a beautiful name. T R I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking the same thing. It's so a beautiful cute. name. I would. It's a beautiful name for a daughter. I'd name my daughter Gentry. Gentry Mora. Mm-hmm. She would be sexy as hell. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she'd be hot as fuck. She'd be What's hot the... as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gay, gay dad. Gay dad. Brain. Gay dad. Hot my daughter. daughter's gonna gay be dad, fucking daughter. cunt. <laughs> you bitch is gonna be so jealous of my baby when she's born. She's gonna slide out slaying. <laughs> Serving cunt. <laughs> Um, but she meets these two and she kind of immediately conscripts them as free laborers. She's like, well, yes. one of the first things she says to them is, um, are you working? Do you have jobs? Yeah. Are y'all working? Do you have jobs? I'm unemployed right now because of COVID. Yeah. I'm on unemployment for the meantime. So I'm waiting. And they say, no, it's COVID. And she says, quote, they're like, since no, you're we not live working, at Chaps. We don't she have says, jobs. Since you're not working, can I commandeer you? Which just means, <laughs> oh, since you don't work, work for me for free. Can I be your boss? Yeah. Are they, are they like is she paying them? She has to be paying no, them, No, she's right? not paying them. No, no way. Later, no we'll, I think we'll see some developments in their relationship with Elaine. Uh, but right now, they're just doing it for not free because they're bored. Not paid. They're bored. I mean, the this is where the the fantasy of like this being real really starts to unravel in this episode especially in the grant section well so actually i i was thinking this is what shows specifically what happened during covid as opposed to like what wouldn't be possible like Mm -hmm. not during covid because i do feel like some of these things could have really happened only because people are in the middle of covid they might have been getting government assistance and like those girls were on unemployment yeah they were totally yeah absolutely and so like they like there's camera crew and everybody and like they just you know, they just decided, okay, we'll help this girl. Why not? Because really more than about business, this show is more about like the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. And it's about, it's about how you can like leverage the um, like desperation people feel into maximal, uh, maximize profits for the upper class. Yeah, because <laughs> like, really? it really like doesn't work. This kind of thing doesn't work when you just knock on someone's door in the middle of like when like they're not, when there isn't like COVID going on around you. Yeah. It, it stuff yeah. doesn't work. So yeah. Elaine, Elaine basically is like, hey, guys, I'm, I'm cleaning. Do you want to help me clean? This place could be so cute. Can I commandeer you? And they're like, yeah, sure. And it's like a really sweet, like, sleepover vibe. Like, there's something very mm-hmm. comforting where she's like, just, just girls fixing up chefs. We're going to make it beautiful. Like, homemakers. And then Elaine mm-hmm. says something. Elaine has a, <laughs> Elaine has a grand too. moment where she goes, well, that was awesome. 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 <laughs> she, she says that was awesome possum schmossum sauce <laughs> <laughs> me when i win some free workers awesome sauce <laughs> he tells her her name she's like that's a bitchin name yeah yes. which i also loved mm-hmm. god i love elaine her. is so cool elaine is so fucking cool and then um, okay so in that same segment after she says the awesome possum schmossum sauce 
she Queen. has a quote that is the decadence of my life compared to this almost almost nauseates me. me. <laughs> Gorgeous. Okay. But right at she wakes up in her like tiny little room. She says the decadence of my life compared to this almost nauseates me. And then she starts pulling out clumps of her <laughs> hair. Of her- <laughs> yeah. Like her fistfuls. Hair. So she's literally looking at a uh. fistful of hair in her hand and she's like no way can I get my extensions done for $300 in Fresno. And it's like, bitch, yeah. $300? So like, what? What? Wait, wait. Like, it's like, that's the lowest price you could name? Like, yeah. what? So also, her it's hair... like unclear why Elaine has extensions. Yeah. Why does she doesn't she... really yeah. have the hair type for it. It doesn't well, really like... Her hair also doesn't look that full. You know? No. Yeah. It really She's not like va-va-voom bombshell. She's no. like... She's very like natural bone. working. Yeah. Yeah. I was shocked yeah. to see that she had extensions. But they're falling apart. <laughs> she, she's like very sick. Yeah. <laughs> she's they just are, covering up. She's covering. Yeah. She was, she was like, stage, stage four cancer. So literally, clumps of hair are falling out. From Elaine's head because she's not in uh, her boho chic um, excavated mansion. Her, what she goes to now, so, you know, she cleans up Sheps and then she kinds of, she kind of starts to make um, her plan come into fruition. Right, she knows she needs to make it into a deli, a grab and go slash bar with a like grocery element. Um, so she decides she needs to meet with Anna, who is the woman who runs. The, the meat, uh, market. meat market in like a bougie part of town. Mm-hmm. Um, and she talks, says something pretty yeah. good when she's driving over here. She talks about her, something her dad told her, which is so, I think it's like sober, sober minds. minds. Sober minds, which is not, she, she clarifies, doesn't mean you're actually sober or have anything yes. to do with alcohol, but it yes. means just sort of taking a refresher before you go into a situation to make sure you're not coming in hot headed. Yeah. Which I think is actually a pretty good advice. Oh, absolutely. But then she I, says... Um, she's, when she's yeah. talking to Anna, my favorite part is when um, mm-hmm. Anna's, like, showing her the deli and mm-hmm. she's pointing at, like, meat behind the butcher counter. And she's like, um, so what would you... You would, like, cook that? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> yeah, you know, you could put it on a grill, you know, get a nice cookout going. And she's like, oh, wow, cool. And then it's like, all right, now let's get down to business. <laughs> Yeah, she makes she makes like the most like limp dicked uh, attempt at like a- actually asking Anna about her daily life, which is like, oh, so you you cook meat at the meat market? Okay, can I steal your idea and replicate it at Chef's, please? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and have you work for free? But one thing she she was also talking about lessons from her dad, and she was like, something my dad told me was, you know, don't steamroll everyone, you know, don't lose your shit, and don't act like a maniac. And Elaine does that in every episode every episode. every single almost yeah. every interaction honestly it's, she loves after Steve this Lake. episode it is ho- like that that's her like natural state it's <laughs> just screaming and yeah imagine you wake up and your hair is falling out and you've just conscripted two hookers <laughs> to work for you <laughs> like look so nice no i'm kidding i love them i'm sorry i'm so sorry i love them i love gentry and kelly you're a queen you're both queens um but she's like don't lose your shit and act like a maniac it's like babe you've been you've been on this tip 
Um, mm-hmm. She makes a little. Ju- uh, she makes a little. Finds. Oh, they're amazing. They're they're yeah. so sick. They're somewhere between Queen. like Discord and Brandy Melville, but exactly. like yeah. not yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. on either side. And probably have no clue what Brandy Melville or Discord is. They're just normal exactly, women. which they're is why they're queens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're absolute NPCs. Seeing yeah. a normal woman and be like, so she's somewhere between Discord and Brandy Melville. <laughs> <laughs> it's giving Reformation, but kind of like low rent. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if Reformation was deformation. <laughs> It's giving like um, Reformation in like Brazil, Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I haven't been in Urban Outfitters in like five years. I oh my god, love, I haven't. Well, even. I never. I bought some clothes at Urban Outfitters like in the in their heyday, but I remember always feeling like way too self aware when I was in one mm-hmm. because I would like hear music that I was like, "This is music only I know," or like. I just I right. felt really really targeted as a customer because I would see things yeah. that I was like oh I like that but I know that I'm not my, supposed to my tastes are so discreet and so special blah 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 mm-hmm. you know anno- annoying thoughts and I'm like if these are now market points I hate it I hate it mm-hmm. well every every time I used to go into Urban Outfitters Grant Cardone would come up to me and be like. What do I got to do to get you in this uh, Captain America t-shirt today? <laughs> You're walking out of here in a novelty shirt that has Pulp Fiction characters on the front. Grant Cardone as an Urban Outfitters employee. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Who's bitch, got my Indy, money? Indy Sleece is coming back in. We need to get you in some seven-inch eyelashes, okay? This, this is what all the bitches are doing downtown. Look at this! Look at this tiny plastic record player. That's so cute. This is a holographic backpack. Seven ninety nine. It's in the clearance section. It's got a hole in it. You want this see-through holographic backpack? Everyone's gonna see all the K you're doing, see all the weed you're doing, see all the the dildos you're carrying around. Look at this bucket hat. Schoolboy Q has the same pat. Came in here last week. Hand to God. Schoolboy Q got a hat for, right from me. This very hat. Um, so Elaine, Elaine basically, she has her meeting with Anna, and she's basically just like, like can I replicate this in She wants shops? Anna to be her supplier. She yeah. basically like wants to like create a distribution channel with Anna, and I think she is sort of soft offering equity. It's unclear to me yes. how any of these businesses work on the equity side. Like uh, Monique's is actually the most transparent about these, but... Yeah. The other two really like never talk about whether they're starting a brand new business or whether they're majority sh- like shareholders or if they own a hundred percent or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. She well, I mean, Elaine is doing delay when you pay. You know, Elaine, yeah. she's doing that in like every kind of iteration where she's just like, at some point, you know, we can we can talk about equity, we can talk about working together, blah blah blah. And mm-hmm. she managed to string enough people on. I will say up until this point. Anna seems the most skeptical, and it is literally yes, because absolutely. Anna doesn't want to fuck Elaine, and she also doesn't think Elaine is cool. She's also a successful business person where everyone else literally. is like either on unemployment or is like hemorrhaging money and working and like <laughs> driving trucks to like pay the mortgage on the building. Yeah. And they're both like the archetype of like um, leathery skinned like woman who looks like she's a smoker, like mm-hmm. yeah. kind of. Elaine is queen. like the top. Tier. And you can't have two of those. You Elaine can't. is the Elaine is the They're Charizard. Like <laughs> Elaine is the Charizard. Um, Anna is the Charmander of that yes. leathery woman yeah. scale. Mm-hmm. Um, well, really, like Gwyneth is the Charizard. Yeah, but she's not here, right? Yeah, 
Gwyneth, but they're but they're I kind think... of playing to an archetype. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Speaking of which, I bought um, my first Goop product this week. Oh my God, I'll give a review next week. We well, should do product reviews Gwyneth here. And... We should do product well, reviews mm-hmm. here too. Because Elaine is like a boots on the ground, you know, like going out and like uh, doing construction and shit, like type gal. And I, I feel so like boots Gwyneth down the house, is... girl. Yeah, boots. Exactly. Exactly. Gwyneth. Um, yeah, I don't think Gwyneth would touch a bulldozer. No. Yeah. Elaine loves that. I genuinely yeah. Elaine like that's the best part about her. Elaine. I also love yeah. um in Elaine's when Elaine is talking to Anna and she is like um yeah you know Shepherd's in they're just having so much trouble she starts like spilling like the business woes of Shepherd's in yeah. to like this woman and I thought that was very. Well, I she was tells like, not her place. She tells yeah. um, Elaine. To I mean, her. I guess she owns it now. To, like, what it's is so going on? She's like taking over the lease. But she tells <laughs> she tells Elaine to her face. Basically, she's like, I think downtown Fresno, like where you're looking at, that's a very hard nut to crack. It, she says, "quote unquote," it's turning into blight. And crucially, what Anna is trying to relay to um, Elaine here is that downtown Fresno is not uh, gentrifiable. Right, like no. they're downtown, like with a lot of like small towns throughout the country, like the money is not going to move back from the suburbs into the city because, or at least suburbs- it takes like a it takes like a thirty year process of gentrification yes, to yes. get that there, yeah, yes. and like and, no and, like, that single process, vendor that process is gonna. Of, but that process of gentrification is not spearheaded by delis; it's spearheaded by Mm-mm. real estate developers who are going to say, "Let's turn chefs into a luxury apartment building." Then the let's put come. a Bass Pro shop, let's, like, and let's put like a museum next to it. Yeah. yeah, but if if you can't just make this stab at gentrification, which is like okay, let's have an artisan deli. Yeah, no, she's next, actually yeah. slaying. She's slaying anti gentrification. <laughs> no, she's, just, she's making it she's, way harder. She's, she's just being equitable. The process. She's derailing the process. <laughs> yeah. But basically, what what Anna is trying to say is she's being like, bitch, like the money's gonna stay in the suburbs. No one's gonna go. Yeah. Like it's not gonna go there. Um, but you know, Elaine, but she's got a great plan, which is the lunch program. Like she said this in the last episode where she's basically like every, like these buildings, these government buildings are still active and everyone here needs to get lunch. No, you catch the, you catch the suburban commuter class of people. You give them a, basically a a cultural out, like a, a, an outpost in like downtown Mm -hmm. where they can still feel comforted that they can go get give them the arugula sandwich charcuterie or something. Yeah. Yeah. Which that might be a, you know, uh, I think she's slaying. effective enough business plan. We'll we'll have to see. Um, so Anna or Elaine goes on to basically just prepare for this meeting with Anna. She does more cleaning. Um, she pitches Russell. This is the, her. Narrative. Well, so she realizes that yeah. as is, she has no money. She doesn't money to. She doesn't have money to pay a painter or for someone to take the trash out. Like she's got yeah. nothing. So she looks around on the walls and she realizes there's a lot of stuff in there. Yeah. And she realizes she needs to do some liquidation. That is the name also, of the game. Um, right before this, she does one of her bold, like, big tips, which is don't be shy. And then it cuts to her, like, being cracked out, talking to yeah. Anna. Queen. Don't be shy, quote-unquote, flirt. You know? um, also, yeah. also, when it goes to the next part, um, it's pretty clear that Anna, like, completely gave her the runaround because um, she's, like... I have to prepare for my um, meeting with Anna, who's coming here, um, which is in two weeks. That's the earliest she could do. And you could yeah, tell which is like the way Elaine said that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No, that, she was freaking out about the fact that like the earliest that, that this woman could do is like late next week. 
when she yeah. has three months to get this no, business two weeks. finished. She literally yeah. says two weeks from now. Which is, crazy. Um, Which is like normal people's schedule. No, yeah, I know, also. but Elaine is like pissed. She's freaking out. She's acting yeah. like a maniac because of that. Um, so because Elaine needs to fund this kind of this, this rapid transformation of Shreps into this dingy, you know, like beer hall into something that she can show Anna that Anna has faith in investing in, being a supplier and potentially uh, maybe owner. Elaine is like, we need to paint. We need to get as much renovation done as we possibly can within these two weeks. We need money. Let's sell all of ev- let's sell everything all in of shops. your stuff russell yeah and she sits russell down and she is just like russell i need money to do this do you want me to handle it i will handle all of it if you don't want me to handle it you can just say no he, and basically, russell, so he basically says russell like oh just so shrugs i have a lot like, of memories sure. and so then she's he's like got a lot of memories everywhere and she's like i'm gonna sell everything she, she goes i'm gonna sell everything they every time that she sits someone down for like an important conversation they She's do like, an I'm insane gonna... editing thing in elaine's specifically yes, for elaine's yes. where she goes she says like i'm so all this stuff all of your memories and everything that you've like accumulated it's over like so 20 sweet. years of owning I know it matters it's so, so sweet. much i know you. it's gonna make a lot of money and i need it i'm gonna sell it is that okay and then they they look at each other for like 30 seconds and yeah. then They're it like, cuts um, and he's sitting on like the other side of the table and he goes well, yeah I had this idea that I could take some pictures of everything that we're not going to be using and see if I can sell what we're not using because I think that some of the I've been looking on the neon signs you know, we're three, four hundred bucks a piece. Right. You know, it starts to really add up. And we they just they're not gonna be we want a whole new look, right? We yeah. want a whole new look. So I feel like it's a good source of revenue to kind of pay for some of the things like I need a proper painter. So do you want me to just handle all of it and I'll just tell you how much it is and you can just say yes or no? Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. It's pretty unusual that a landlord would let you sell their stuff. Yeah, and, and <laughs> Elaine <laughs> says maybe, probably my favorite line of this episode, which is, "It's pretty unusual that a landlord will let you sell their stuff." Yeah. <laughs> I, know. I mean, I imagine like texting my Chinese landlord and being like, "Hey, can I sell all the lanterns in the lobby?" It's just like what? what? <laughs> I know. Okay, I, I really want to capital. I really want to paint my apartment something other than white. Can I sell all of the doormats? And then like arguing but, if he said no. Yeah. So, uh, but Elaine, she has the the prize. She has her eye on here for liquidation. Is yeah, like booths, whatever. But the the the, the pearl, okay, is these neon signs that Russell has everywhere adorning like, like every 20 neon signs every they go space up to fifteen hundred dollars a pop okay and it's just like but like ones. corona blah 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 and elaine is like she sits gentry and kelly down and she's like okay girls have you heard of ebay <laughs> it's like, do you have a pen every time these, we have a meeting you should have a pen and you should be writing this down and she says that to them too which when is... she said that i that was the, this is the first time i've like legitimately been annoyed with uh, annoyed at Elaine. <laughs> it was so boomer. Because I was it like, was don't so talk, boomer. don't, don't talk, don't soy at my queen. I'm gonna write this down. I should have brought paper. You should always. Oh, you you should okay. never. You should never be sitting in front of me without something. To I write. know. I, I was gonna bring a paper too, but I. But forgot it's a habit. Know. It's it becomes a habit. Elaine is a boss. Do not soy exactly. at my queens. And she was like. Well, yeah. she also then she, um, she was like, "It'll yeah. become a habit. It'll become a habit." If you're in front of me, <laughs> you're gonna want to bring a pen and paper. It'll become a habit. I was like, oh, do not talk and to Gentry. literally Gen- all she was telling Don't them was Don't talk to Gentry that these. way. 
Do not talk to Gentry that way, you bitch. <laughs> you don't know what she's been through. You don't know what Gentry's been through. Um, she, right after saying that, she says, um, delegate to empower. That's one of Elaine's mm-hmm. business tips. Queen. After yes. conscripting uh, Gentry and Kelly to peruse endless do everything. Bang. Looking like she just I'm told at- Russell, um, I I'll handle all of this myself personally. She, and then she took turns them around, from Russell yeah. and just hands them to someone else to sell. She has yeah. no actual part in it. But honestly, Queen, because she has other things to do. She mm-hmm. has seventeen. I mean, she's it's seventeen signs in total that are in good work. Well, she does. She, she does get involved in the sales. She takes them to like pawn shops later and antique stores and stuff. But. I mean, okay, like this. This is this is truly like the hardest thing about being like a boss. Okay, is that Mm -hmm. the hard thing about being a boss is trying to find a way in which you can do nothing. Yeah, (laughs) you know, like yeah, like like how can I just simply manage and offload every task? Well, because you can't scale until you can't scale until like the actual physical tasks are taken out of your like week to week. You know, like you can't focus on growth or like anything bigger picture no, it's like you're bagging I, how up do, the garbage how do i offload as much time as possible you know and yeah. that's what elaine is doing here um delegate to empower um mm-hmm. elaine delegate to empower <laughs> elaine um then uh tell what does she do next oh my god okay so, so then she, so then they do the they take it all down russell gets a little sad she kind of tells him take a break Russell is so depressed about. Yeah, I feel so bad for Russell. Yeah, it's like really insane. They're taking down his like family photos. And he's he's rationalizing it in this way that is like it really like hit my heart. Where he's like, I guess we just gotta do it. No one, we don't, we don't have any other option. And he, I, he does genuinely. He is in those like dire straits where like his business is literally dying due to COVID. Yeah. It doesn't and make any money. Woman sweeps yeah. in and she, you know, steals his business, but she's charming and honestly promising enough to do it. If I were in Russell's position, I would place a gamble in Elaine being able to make this place profitable mm-hmm. under those conditions. Well, so also it's important to remember he, when he gets this out, out of this is a guaranteed tenant, not necessarily like ownership in the business. He gets like a successful tenant, which. Yeah. You could argue either way. That's good for him or that's bad for him as far as, like, selling his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm trying to figure out where Elaine's narrative wraps up. It kind of wraps up with her. That's just pretty like, much... Um, she tries she, to sell the signs. She says at one point Elaine has a moment in which she realizes what she's doing is kind of really hitting it hard on Russell. And she, the most she says, she's taking apart his bar. She's selling all of his stuff. And she's like, Everything coming off the wall are not just decorations. These are family memories. And taking apart the bar and dismantling it is a very emotional thing for a big guy like that. The very emotional thing for a big guy like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's so <laughs> patronizing. That was so rude. Well, it's one thing you're trying. It's one thing you. Big guy is either. That's like a thing you call like a fat child. Yeah, big guy. You can't like, hey, call big guy. Adult, hey, big guy. You see, like, a morbidly obese <laughs> tall You're like, like, hey, that. big guy. I know that these how's are my, How's my big guy doing? Or, like, a tall kid. It's what you tell. Yeah. If, it's what you say to, like, a 10 year old. 
Yeah, it's not a way you so talk about. So rude to call just like a fat guy, big a guy, fat man. You're stealing a business from. It's like it's really <laughs> emotional for a big guy like that. And then it's really, Elaine... emo- it's really tough for a fuck freak like me. <laughs> for a fat ass, for a, for a fucking double large loser like that. freak. It must be really hard for a fucking He's loser got feelings like that. too. <laughs> I didn't even realize losers had feelings. <laughs> and then she. Goes up to him, and I think probably in a moment of try, like genuine conciliatory um, kind of empathy, her attempt at that, she says to him, she says, Russell, it's going to be badass. That's the, yeah, that, that's the most she can offer. This whole bar, that's why I'm sad right now. Don't be sad. I know. Okay, don't be I sad. Know. I don't want you to be sad. I know. It's just... going to be badass. Yeah. Oh, she's like, like, Russell, shut the fuck gonna up. It's going to be bitching. <laughs> it's <good. laughs> Once we convert the $3,000 we make just... off selling your family photos, this place is going to be <laughs> yeah. bitching. I'm going to get it painted. She's also, once again, like, so infantilizing. Like, badass. Yeah. It's going to be bad. This, yeah. this place is going to be race car. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make this. This place is going to be so rockabilly after we sell all your family heirlooms. <laughs> Listen, Daddy-o. Um, so that's where her story, kind of, her narrative wraps there, basically. was yeah. a, a mm-hmm. moment of slight realization of what she's doing. Um, and, now and it's funny because you... North. And also, um, the inside of Shepherd's Inn looks like Mr. Krabs' house. It literally does. <laughs> it literally looks like Mr. Crab's house. All the no, shit like, on the walls. There's yeah. like there's like a uh, fishing nets all over the walls with like a life like a life yeah. preserver. It's all you call wood. It. Everything's wood. Yeah, yeah, crown yeah. molding. Shiplap. Wood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is so funny. Um, there's like you port know- holes. <laughs> <laughs> Russell's Mr. Krabs. Oh my god. Russell. Russell. He looks like Mr. Krabs. Russell would literally be Mr. Krabs if Mr. Krabs had like seven oh consecutive concussions. Could you imagine if Mr. Krabs was on Undercover Billionaire? If Elaine met Mr. Yeah. Krabs, Mr. Krabs would never allow himself to be taken advantage never. of that way. Yeah. Mr. Krabs, Mr. Krabs I don't know, would if, ring if Elaine her dry. promised Mr. Krabs, Mr. Krabs some money. Mr. Krabs would have murdered, he would have shot Elaine on No, sight. Mr. Krabs would be on the sight. one doing on this. <laughs> Literally, sight. Mr. Krabs would be the one going to a new place. He would be like, yeah, like, yeah. oh, I've never been to Buffalo, New York before. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah, okay. Elaine is Who the Mr. Money. Wait, who are these characters in the SpongeBob universe? I feel like There's Grant, Sandy. Grant is, is Larry the Lobster, maybe? Grant is so Larry the Lobster. (laughs) Okay, who's Plankton? I feel like Plankton's too Monique. Monique, yes, 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 yes. Yes, Plankton's absolutely Monique. Her chum bucket ass. (laughs) She's trying to get the formula ass. Monique is a mix. Her juice that she's making? Yeah, her juice. Monique is a mix between um, Plankton, uh, Patrick, and um, Pearl. No, Squidward. Oh, no. Monique is oh, Squidward. Oh, she's very Squidward. Monique is so Squidward. She's very Squidward. So Squidward. <laughs> so Monique Squidward. is so Squidward. Okay, this is gonna and be we all end- know who Elaine is. It's going to be an endless uh, Elaine's kind of bucket. <laughs> Elaine is kind of like, sponge. She's kind of sponge. I, I see Sandy. I get Sandy vibes. I would say Sandy because she's so like, aw shucks. 
like yeah rolling up her sleeves getting her yeah. no hers. she's absolutely sandy yeah grant he's Larry. Mr. Krabs. <laughs> I think grant is kind of mr no, Krabs. he's, he's a little bit no no yeah. he's i think he's like a he's if he's if he wanted to fuck mr Krabs. <laughs> you, are you okay let's pause <laughs> you want to fuck um grant i'm saying okay are you, we sa- grant is so hot grant's grant. hot grant no, is hot not. oh and i'm saying God. that as i've never fucked like above like 30 but i would i would have sex with grant oh my god you're telling I bet me he's like he seems like he's like five one though yeah but who doesn't love like a short roided out King. tea junkie I am me. A <laughs> you, you don't know his entire body is red. No, oh my his God. body. He has an amazing body. You see him shirtless. He's ripped. Yeah, we see him shirtless when he goes on the um, one thousand ropes machine at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> snap Fitness. When he goes hyena mode at Snap Fitness. <laughs> well, this is a good. This is a great transition. Let's head over to Pueblo, Colorado. Yes. He goes, yes. he goes into fucking Snap Fitness and starts acting like Lion King. <laughs> My man snapped. My man snapped. He put the snap in Snap Fitness, y'all. <laughs> no one else is snapping at Snap Fitness like me. <laughs> um, okay, you want to go to Grant? Has the craziest, probably one of his craziest episodes because this is the episode where he, he had to leave because his ep- his filming started in right when COVID hit. So he got yeah. about 13 days in before he had to stop filming, go home for like maybe I want to say three, four months. They didn't I, it say feels like, they didn't say, but it I feels like post summer. I looked at yeah, how it's long definitely Colorado, after stuff started opening back up again. And like I looked into um, how long Colorado was shut down. It would have been around a four to five month break. It's oh giving like September. He's I back. also did research. I did some research with mm-hmm. this one. Um, we'll, We're we'll cracking open the narrative. Okay. So, um, so Grant, lands, when Grant, yeah. yeah, when he gets back to Pueblo, he doesn't have the Jeep anymore. He doesn't have the RV, and he doesn't like know if he has the RV anymore. So he's like, um, lands at the airport. Very first thing is like, I'm gonna go back to that fucking RV place. See if I can swindle that motherfucker. Yes, another free. He's like, let's do it again. Okay, one thing, one thing. Before he gets to the Jeep place, there's a little like shot, little like transition scene of Grant when he's at home, and he's talking about how he has to go back to Pueblo. Oh yes, and yes, he's, yes. He's oh. in he's in Miami and he's talking about how hard COVID has been on him personally. And he's like, Yeah, so I'm back in Miami and COVID really threatened my deal with Grant, but I'm gonna tell you it's been worse here. I had no choice but to go home to Miami, wait till I can get back to work. I let go of forty two people. I, I would literally hire these people back right now. 
Today, 3.3 million unemployment claims went in dealing with 8,000 tenants that don't know if they could pay their rent. So the whole world is in upheaval. But any chance to be with my family is a blessing. I had to fire 41 people. Yes. And he I, said- I have 8,000 tenants. No, he, <laughs> he said 18,000. Oh my God, did he really? He said, he said I had 18,000 tenants. <laughs> And none, of them, and none of them could pay rent. I got 18,000 tenants. Which, like, I got you know pay. he's a slumlord. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He's about to burn down that if building. If you have more than like 12 tenants, yeah. like. <laughs> I mean, even if you're like a guy like him, like if you have more than like a thousand, that's a yeah. completely different category. Look, I'll be yeah. honest. I love my landlord. He owns one building and it's a family building. It's all old Chinese family members of him. He's amazing. He's the best landlord ever. But when it comes no, to we, we this love year, landlords on this podcast. Mine doesn't even look, speak English. When it comes to I have mom, to talk to his I, like son. I'm literally saying when it comes to like mom and pop landlords, I, I love yeah. them. I love. I don't them. know. I Queen I man. liked my old mom and pop landlord, but they got really nasty. Yeah. Look, they'll get I, nasty. My, my landlord, my landlord never saw get me nasty naked one me. time. Never. Um, because he was not. Guess he's not paying rent this month. Asleep mm -hmm. naked in bed. And um, so he went on the fire escape to like look through my window, and I was just fully naked in the bed. <laughs> were, you laying, bed were you uh, laying sexy, or were you laying? Was it? Because I'm in I'm in bed naked a lot. Okay, mm -hmm. I sleep naked. Oh, I was there's, laying sexily, Mama. There there's no other way for me that to lay. If someone walked in on me naked, it would be so embarrassing. <laughs> But there are other times where I'll just be like, you know, like Lana, like doing like a, a Lana pose. <laughs> oh no, I was I was serving cunt, baby. Okay, I was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I she was ass definitely up, in love with me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I said like I was serving cunt, and her her yeah, pussy, her pussy was against the window. <laughs> I was serving it so hard <laughs> on a silver platter, right to she him, was suctioned to the window, <laughs> table service. <laughs> <laughs> um, um so okay so but, grant grant talks about how many people he needs to evict he does math with his little crackhead daughter okay okay he also yeah. the one math thing that they were doing nine minus four this girl is like 12 and they were doing nine minus four okay. first of all that girl her name is sabrina and mm -hmm. if anyone remembers she's this, the one from the video She's the one from the video. Has I don't know if you've seen this video. There's a no, viral this video. This is how you used I, to go crazy about this I video. loved yeah. this video. This is how I discovered Undercover Billionaire was you showing me this this video. And then, That's like, how I discovered Undercover, uh, yeah. Undercover Billionaire. Because I saw this video and I was like, who, who is doing this to this <laughs> four-year-old? I was like, why is this girl on stage cracked out of her mind? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> so this video, her name is Sabrina Cardone. This is Grant's daughter. Amazing follow on Instagram. Okay. Um, if you listen to the show, she's a nut. That's all I will say. But <laughs> she's a nut. She's a nut. <laughs> um, but there's this, there was this viral TikTok video that went around on Twitter that was like, you know, everyone's making riffs about like a mini girl boss. And it's her on stage with like a Britney mic at one of the at a 10x conference, and she's just like, "I can't wait to work." But I think about being older, I can't wait because when you're older, that means you get to work, and wait. working is amazing for me. And I want to work. Do you do you think it's called 10x because it sounds like TEDx, and they're yes. trying to like 
<laughs> trick people yeah, into coming. That. <laughs> yeah, no, there's is. definitely some residual like um it's you know, just Tenex is it's so MLM, like outwardly, like it's so obviously MLM yeah. that it's just crazy <laughs> that that's actually their name. We need to do a deep dive on 10X at some point in this series. We should do a 10X episode. We should, we we should, should get a 10X, 10X episode. episode. Who can go the deepest? Who yeah. can go the deepest? Who can, who can, what if we We're go 11X? so in debt. We're what if we do 11X? <laughs> who could lose the most money to 10X? <laughs> we all just have a garage full of like um, bottles marked 10X. None of us know mm-hmm. what are in them. We can't no. sell any of them. I'm going to be, life. I'm going to be podcasting. <laughs> I'm going to be podcasting from Cordan Alley being like, y'all, at least I had $2 million to lose to 10X, unlike you dirty bitches. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so Grant goes back to Pueblo, is like, I gotta, go, I gotta go to the RV place, see if I can... So, if, importantly, he has to walk now. He has to walk, and I looked up, <laughs> I look, when I tell you that I you looked up, up I looked up, I looked up his walks from that day, it is a five and a half hour walk on the side of the highway from the airport to the RV place. Okay, the thing oh is, I believe God. he did that. <laughs> yeah, I, do I don't for even a second. It's also all he did that day. I yeah. He was also he planning it. on sleeping there. So like he's like, oh yeah, I'll just get there on what, 8 p.m.? Like, <laughs> and then the, thing is the he days also, in that he stays in. He also um, had thousands of dollars at this point. Yeah, he had like 2K. He could have paid yeah. for a taxi. Well, and um, he does get a bunch of Ubers, like, throughout, but um, he, after he walks, I don't think he walked because the daylight um, makes oh, no sense true. if he did, because then he goes to um, a day's in, which is... Maybe they dropped to, him in the middle well, of town. Colorado, of Colorado, yeah, Colorado, maybe. The, sun, the sun stays up late in Colorado. Oh, that's, that's true. true. But he, it's, it would have been um, eight hours total of walking on, on the side of a highway um, that day. Wait, eight um, or five? Oh, because after that he goes he to the um, the hotel. He walks to the hotel. <laughs> yeah, which is back in the other direction. It's like okay, halfway between know, the airport. You know, too. Grant yeah. has the crackhead like resilience from his former life. <laughs> he, he could do he, it. He did that in two hours. Okay, <laughs> from he, nothing yeah. to him. Yeah, he Naruto ran his that tiny <laughs> little stubby legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel. I'll be honest. I feel real kinship to Grant. Um, when he, he's going into the RV retailer to kind of, he's retracing his old scammer steps and I trying also, to see, um, which of the undercover billionaires are us, are we? Cause I think Ben is Grant. I'm definitely, Jake, I'm Elaine. You're, you're definitely Elaine. And I think you're I'm sorry. Cause, I'm, Monique, cause I suck kind of at business. <laughs> I have no well, idea what I'm doing. Thing, no, I mean, we'll get to Monique. Monique is actually a sleeper genius at business. We'll get to what she does. She just, <laughs> yeah, she yeah. does, she does, she pulls different levers. You know, she's not operating mm-hmm. within. She's she not makes doing money business business. She's doing mutual aid business. She's on like the cutting mm-hmm. edge of business. We'll get. There. She has an unorth- un- unorthodox place. The city isn't ready for her. Yeah, yeah. But in in, I'm telling you, like in 20 years, everyone will be conducting business the way Monique is conducting business. You know. Amen. Um. Well, no, it's scary. As as a grant, I want to be able to bully. My way into every deal. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to mm-hmm. scream at people until they I wonder me. if the three of them were ever in the same room together. Oh, th- I'm. I was oh so God. bummed. You mean there's there not was... a reunion special? No. I was all... so bummed there wasn't a reunion special. The way they didn't have one is insane. They still should have one. Also, mm-hmm. I think we, can, we could get Elaine on. 
I think so. For the, like, the finale. But her Instagram, she only has like yeah. eight thousand followers. If she like, could take part, if she's in the taking finale. a deal. Ben, you, we, you're really good at that stuff. I feel like that's your. I DM'd that crazy Chinese TikTok lady. Which one? Oh my god, the one that makes the like really long ones. She does. Yeah. She does Chinese influencer <laughs> yeah. TikToks, Amazing. but at the end of all of her videos, she has digs on America. Like I she think like I'm the same one. Yeah, she made this video today about how a lake in China dried up and it revealed a bunch of concrete uh like square like cubes and chinese influencers have been going out on yes i saw that okay and then at the end of it she's like she's like yes lake guanchang may have dried up but lake mead dried up and all it revealed was old boats and human remains and then the video ends (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that was she's she's so it. cool. I want to get her. I on. also love the the terrifying subtext that every lake is drying up. That is just like <laughs> no, it's it's yeah. getting into like it's getting into like a war of nations where it's like everyone is accepting climate change. And it's like whose climate change is who's got the less stuff. embarrassing? Yeah, whose climate change <laughs> yeah. is less who's embarrassing? Got the stuff down there? <laughs> okay, which okay, nation will find back. the most remains? Okay, sorry. Um, so Grant goes to the RV retailer. Um, and he is trying to find housing. He and goes, he strikes out. He strikes out. The guy tells he him. He strikes out hard. The guy, the fat slopper guy, basically mm-hmm. tells him. The big guy. That, the big guy. I don't know his name. Slopper man. Basically told Ryan. Him, tells, Ryan. Basically tells it's him. It's because I wrote Rob for half of my notes and then had to go back and fix it. <laughs> yeah, so Ryan. So Ryan basically tells him that. He's like, look, Grant, the Jeep you were driving for free, it's gone. He's like, the, R- the RV, he said, kill yourself. He said, the RV you were staying in, COVID may have been bad for some businesses. It was a boon to my business because guess what took off because of COVID? Camping. Okay. Mm-hmm. He, he sold, sold his the, entire he lot. He sold all of the RVs because people wanted to go be wanderlust ass bitches and get an RV. And mm-hmm. we don't have a place for you to stay. So Grant has to go get a hotel. Um, He's really mad because he's spending a bunch of money, even though he has a lot at this point. Like, he's not doing yeah. that bad. He, it's really bad that he doesn't have a car, though. Yeah. He, he's yeah, no, he's walking everywhere. So he walks he's to Ubering. Snap Fitness. He Ubers, like, a couple times. He Ubers, he Ubers a couple fitness. times. Well, before he goes to Snap Fitness, he's kind of, he's on the hunt for um, places to rent because he is still fixated with getting his family into pueblo yeah he goes and looks at a mansion yeah yes yeah, so he goes like to house have roommates hunting. to have like four roommates in but a the mansion. funniest well they thing... tell him about the roommates and he's like roommates i don't know about no roommates <laughs> no it's because grant grant does the thing that everyone's like rude friend does i feel like everyone has a friend that comes to your apartment or to your house and the first thing they do is they make a beeline to the fridge okay yes and they rifle through your fridge because they're hungry or something and then they're like oh you don't have anything grant opens the fridge at this like place he wants to lease and he's like literally why is there fridge why is there food in this fridge he's talking to like some like (laughs) craigslist realtor (laughs) she literally says why is there food in here (laughs) she's like well if you read the post he is mad she's like people people live here you psycho (laughs) what are you talking about she was like you found this post on pueblo queer exchange (laughs) you know there's seven people living here baby (laughs) there's seven socks grant's like why is there quinoa in this fridge (laughs) who do i gotta shoot (laughs) and then Um, he says my favorite grant 
quote of the entire series where he's like, nah, I can't do this. I can't have roommates. I'm not a community kind of person. People tend to hate me. What's up with all this food in the fridge? Oh, well, this is my roommates. Okay. These all are right. all my roommates. Okay. All my right. guys and girl roommates. Yeah, yeah but how many people live here now? Um, we have four upstairs. I'm not going to bring my family out to a place with roommates. I'm not a community kind of person. People yeah. don't like me very long. Okay. So this was a failure. This won't work. Me. <laughs> and then, um... <laughs> Oh, we for we also forgot to say when he first lands back in Pueblo, he says, "I gotta check in on the key players." <laughs> yes, <laughs> Which, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. big on making sure his key players are all right. Mm -hmm. And then, so basically, so then he, goes, he goes to meet he goes to meet Mike. But before, before we get to Mike, I think does he go? Does he go to another house? No, that's later. Okay, so he meets uh, Mike. Yeah, um, Matt. Or I, Matt. One of my notes here is, I bet Grant was so difficult on set. <laughs> oh, Matt, so, no, you know, I mean, yeah, he fights with the, the producers ass. in like three yeah. episodes. No, he calls the producers and cameramen losers. Yeah, it's like y'all could y'all wish you could be me. Oh no, and he he does go to the next place. Um, after this, he goes to okay. this place that is for sale for like thirty two hundred dollars. This is the a, house he gets month. Yeah, yeah, thirty two hundred a month. Um, he is like, this is gonna be tough because I have no credit. And then he calls like the landlord. I have no and credit. Like, and then he says, I am no one. I'm no one. <laughs> and he, I wrote that down he too. Says, no um, cash, no credit. I am no says, one. I am no one. <laughs> He's like, um, what if I give you 3,200? What if I give you 1,600? And then there's a huge months, pause. Right? A huge pause. Yeah. And the landlord is like, so half. You want to give me half? Yeah. And then he's like, well, let me, let's say this. What about two, two grand? <laughs> and he's like, okay. So he, he offers, he he offers 1600 cash. He also offers 1600 cash with a promise to do yard work. Is that monthly or for three months? I think it's for one month. But what he does, what he does is, is actually like very smart. He knows how to structure a deal very, very mm -hmm. well. Because what he did here, this is a three bedroom house. It's a family house. It has a living room. It has a family room. And it has a very nice backyard. Okay. But what he did is he found a place that had been on the market for a month. He knows he's finding a homeowner in a pinch, right? If it's yeah. a single and it's COVID. It's COVID, right? No one's moving. It's a single family home. You know if it's been on the market for a long time. You can offer them less. And if you add a service on top of that, you can, even, you can offer them even less, you know? Yeah. And, what, and he he does, what he does is he, like Elaine does with Shaps, which is like, I need a long-term lease right off the bat. He says, I'm moving from LA. I just need a place for 10 weeks. Can I give you 1600 cash, 1600 a month, and I'll do yard duty? And the guy, yeah, he's like, you know, kind of stunned by this deal, but he says yes. Yeah. No, it is 2K. It, yeah, it's not though. crazy. They, they bump it, it up to 2K, okay. I think. Which is still, um, I, it but, makes sense for both of them. And also, he does another smart thing, which is he doesn't have 2K yet, but he knows. Like he's got that where check for 10, he'll 000. get some. Well, no, yeah. he does because okay. this is, he we... actually does this after he meets with Matt Smith. No, no, no. He no, goes there and then he's like, let, let me see how yes. quick I can get the money for you. Okay. And yes. then he closes the deal on the He immediately um, house. goes to meet Matt Smith. Snap he closes business. the deal on the house. He goes to Snap. He snaps at Snap. And he goes um, okay, needing to fund is... his house. And he's like, a goal of mine is to buy a car. Yeah, and this is, to me, the most insane part in the episode and maybe in the show so far where Matt Smith 
hands him a check for ten thousand dollars with it's no the most promise insane of deal. doing anything. No, insane no commitment. He yeah, hasn't done anything. Because so, so, so he Matt goes, Smith his now has a marketing team, which is his, his original whole pitch. pitch was that he yeah. do marketing. To, to Matt was, I will do your marketing, and he goes back and he yeah. meets with Matt, and Matt is like, I've hired a marketing team in your absence, and yeah. Grant is like, Fuck, Matt's moved on without me. I don't know what I have to offer him. He might not take my ten k. And Matt is immediately like, yeah, no, you can cash it. And Grant's like, well, can I get a new one? And Grant yeah. writes him, or Matt writes him a brand new check for $10,000 with there zero is... services rendered within the last four months. The only thing he does, and no the plan. only thing he's done is made him mm-hmm. 10K. No obligation. The, and and not, not even. I mean, they no spent like 7K on, on, the, the table. on the mattress sale. You know, they yeah. only made like six or seven. And Grant or Matt's just like, I love this guy, and yeah. I just think he's so he has so much potential. I think it's he probably like, just likes the cameras. He likes the no, cameras. No, it's it's literally I. It has to be that the producers were like, "Look, we were doing this show called Undercover Billionaire. This guy's a billionaire. It's COVID is happening, so we just or have to tell you or now. even if they kept the then, fake nature of the show, but they like they must have just hit him hard. I think that this guy just like." Is more interested in being part of a TV show yeah. than he is in. Well, I think it's, I think when it's the all of first the above. Up, I think it's all out. of the. But I think it's all of the above. Like I think that like the producers are probably doing some amount of work, but there's a crucial like, like leverage point that Grant has with his like, kind of strong handedness with his charm. However, crackhead the charm might be, like Grant is able to seal deals there. Of course, with the producers' help. But there's a third part to this, which is like, Mike loves the attention. You know, mm-hmm. if you're someone you're he loves in, being a key player. You're living in Poop Town. Mm-hmm. When are you yeah. going to get no, this kind of attention? Town. They're not. These are these they, are they don't do neglected dogs. These are dogs that are a, a weak away from being key players from being killed mm-hmm. at the shelter. Okay, these are rusty and, keys. Mm-hmm. Exactly. These players. So it's all of the above, but Matt literally <clears throat> writes him a new check for $10,000. And, and Matt tells him, let's be insane. real. Online's going to grow and grow and grow. <laughs> <laughs> like what Snap Fitness is going to have a TikTok that Grant is directing? Exactly. Like what? No, because uh, Matt also does say. Maybe the next um, Peloton. Yeah. <laughs> he says, like, we've moved entirely to online. And it's like you're a gym and a mattress uh, store. Yeah. And a mattress store. Yeah. I guess the mattress thing, I, I could understand that being online. More than the gym. But the gym is like, that's one of the few things Matt's you can't just, move online. Matt, I think yeah. Matt is just horny. For yeah, a little bit. For, in a friend way. In a friend way. He's, he's bro horny. He's brony yeah. for Grant. Yeah, because like I also he, think he's, I'm sure they've had a couple meetings together. And he's probably wondering, like, how does this guy know so much about business? He's actually, like, fun to talk to. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and the, he's rare. Also, it's down. fake. I will... I, I can't believe real. you guys. It's completely okay. real. All right, all right, all right. It's 100% real. real. It's real. completely real. Um, I, need, so, I need Undercover Billionaire to be real for my reality to make sense. Yeah. Um, so in this segment, Grant um, gives his top tip, or one of his tips, which is um, one of the funniest tips I've seen <laughs> yet, which is get to the top of the food chain. <laughs> um which is like so funny. It's like succeed in business. Yeah, it's literally like and then be the best. You gotta be the best. <laughs> he explains some weird like like two different ways to do that, and he's like, "There's the better one." But he does. It's it's so weird and kind of like opaque. Like what he's talking about. He's talking yeah. about like meeting people and d- climbing, but don't do it slow. Do it fast. Like yeah, he's got nothing to really add here. Yeah, he it just talks about his favorite subject for like a minute or so 
which is key players and then and how to meet them how to greet them yeah um, the crux even though he's a, not a community type guy he um, hates community yeah but the, so the crux end... the crux of every grant lesson is just like don't suck you can't suck. <laughs> exactly. you can't be bad <laughs> which honestly true like true like if you know you know don't suck you can't suck suck. don't suck you can't (laughs) and so he grants narrative wraps up where he no he goes he he gets everything he's feeling sick he gets the no. Oh, yeah, that, he, that's that's not. Yet. I think this altitude is affecting <laughs> yeah. A little bit of foreshadowing for for the listener. Yeah. Grant's feeling a little. A slight cough is, is coming on. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, is, what, what is this? September twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. I didn't sleep very well. I'm exhausted. I just don't do well in the altitude. I can't even think right now. So basically, Grant secures his home slash office slash family space. Um, but it wraps up with Grant being frustrated that he doesn't have a service to offer uh, Matt for the $10,000. Or Mike, sorry. He doesn't Which have a service a to offer Mike for the $10,000. So he's like, I've, no, Matt. Yeah. Oh, sorry. But I've got this $10,000. The marketing team is in place. I now because need... Grant doesn't have doesn't do anything. Like, yeah, I, I need to regroup or something. He's yeah. like, because <laughs> he doesn't have an industry or a but, business. But like, Grant, mm-hmm. but like you know, as Grant is wont to do, he's mad. He's mad yeah. that he made ten thousand dollars and doesn't have anything to offer for it. Yeah, he's sucking. <laughs> um, okay, let's get to let's get to our. That's our not his point. money. So anyway, that's not his gets, money. He gets a cough. And we fly over we fl- to we Monique fly over to in beautiful um, Tacoma, Tacoma, Washington. I- She does. Yeah. She <laughs> does so much. She does. She's amazing in this episode. She gets a. She gets a lot done. She gets, she gets an done. intern. She gets an unpaid intern that she forces to. She gets oh, a well, couple free workers. Yeah. Let's get let's, into let's it. Let's start at the um, beginning. Okay, so Monique is immediately like, "We need to flesh out some ideas." But I swear to God, she says, "Flush." That we all sit down and kind of flush out some of the ideas. Yeah, out some ideas. <laughs> she does. Okay. I do have that written down. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, bitch. Yeah, you pooping. Okay, you pooping. <laughs> you pooping these ideas out. Period. You are not fleshing the ideas out. It is not of the skin. It is of the poop. You, the ideas are flushed. Okay. Um, also, one of the notes I have here is um, Monique has such substitute teacher vibes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Literally. No. Yeah. 
She's spitball substitute teacher. She's yeah, a substitute literally. teacher everyone bullies. She's the substitute teacher that no one that can't handle the kids and like yes. cries like at the end of the day and the principal no. gives the class a talk. No, she's the kind of substitute teacher she walks in and the class starts being like, move. <laughs> Bullied. Like like red dot on forehead substitute teacher. Um, so she flushes out some ideas. Prepares, not an asset. <laughs> not, not in the jailhouse <laughs> that is school. She prepares to meet with her investors because she has. She's so annoying. Like it's not even an okay. It's not even an investment team. It she is a has, Zoom like, investment. It's team. a Zoom meeting, and so basically, Ugh. she. One of the first things she says is, "My dream would be if ten or twelve people could each give me a thousand dollars." Which is so <laughs> too, complicated. Yeah, but, it's, but also, <laughs> it's too. like the amount the amount of stress that that adds for only twelve k, like, as opposed to actually getting two people act like involved. Yeah, consolidate you know, like, your investors. There are people in this small city who can give you ten. Your investors. 10 to one or two rich people but yeah. or three but yeah 12? but if you have 12 people who have discrete interests who have each given you fifteen hundred dollars who now are all have equal stake in the business that you need to satisfy no, you're going awful. to be spread way too thin but that's her plan um she is taking a completely different approach to business um which i think is very forward-looking. It is an avant-garde, cutting-edge <laughs> approach yes, to business. She's is a maverick play style in the but game it's, of it's a little too soon for her time. I I will say so that. So on this call, they all kind of come up with this idea, which is that the her juice business should be mobile. They're yes. like the interesting yeah. thing, and someone else comes up with the ju- the ice cream truck idea, and she's like, yes, yes, mm-hmm. and then she just takes that. Yes. This is not someone who's involved with the company. Also, it's yeah. um, it's the Zoom meeting that she's in. Um, is an incubator, mm-hmm. she says. It's like, oh, this woman like has <laughs> a, a popular incubator. incubator. Well, she does. She is in a physical room with two of the people. Um, Which also begs the question, like, can can they take, even though they're in their small city, can they be working with people like outside of the city? Because if they can just do Zoom incubator calls, like what's stopping them from getting no, on the internet? Get on a Zoom with Literally. fucking Silicon Valley. Yeah. No, many could. Call Timbaland. <laughs> do you want to invest get, in my juice startup? Booty, booty call your ex. Hey, hey Tim. <laughs> hey, girl. Is, Timbal- is Timbaland's real name you Tim? You up? Yes. Um, Tim- Timothy Timbaland. Timothy 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 that's his full name. <laughs> <laughs> I got Hessa with that one. <laughs> this is gone. You're not going to be able to hear her laughing, but I got her. Finally. I was waiting for her. I was waiting to take her out. <laughs> Timothy Belay. Timothy Belay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we can we can do a speed run on Monique shit because she's yeah. just like um, annoying. Monique, she, always, yeah, she's yeah, yeah. so annoying. We fucking hate she, her. One of the funny things okay. she says is wellness makes up five point three percent of the global economy. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> really global economy. The most insane thing I've ever heard. In she also she says it's a trillion dollar business. She yeah. says, "Get my like, trillion dollar industry." Yeah, but I'm like, I'm like, of course it is because think about all of the things that are factored into, but quote unquote is, wellness. She's, she's, she's including food. Wellness <laughs> she's is the pharmaceutical like, industry. Like, yeah. Yeah. like it's it's of course wellness it's a is like dollar. having a house. Like it's real estate. It's she's, like it she's be, literally she's literally saying money, 
is a multi-trillion dollar industry. (laughs) (laughs) Utter bullshit. Okay, so my favorite, the best Monique scene. Okay. Mm -hmm. She does an investor pitch. I want to talk about how she gets free labor from the photographer slash uh, barber shop guy. But before mm-hmm. we get yeah, there... Yeah, she's like, this is a young black entrepreneur who um, is willing to work for me for free um, because he values collaboration. Before like, we get oh there, I think the most revealing thing about Monique's character that she does is she goes to this office space. because this she gross needs, co-working space. She needs, a WeWork, she, basically. She needs an office space that she can use. It's like... Also, bitch, she doesn't like, need an office space. She no, it's like, bitch, you need an industrial kitchen. Why and a juicer. You, you, you don't need a commercial need kitchen. Space. You do you not can take a Zoom call from the library. Put your what, fucking you laptop what on the you work doing? counter and that's a desk. You go to yeah, Juana's exactly. house. You need a commercial yeah, kitchen. To, get the truck. Spend <laughs> that money like spending hundreds office. of dollars. But Monique no, is so AOC, so we work that she's like, I need to have an office space for me to wear my blazer hoodie combo sleigh. And it's like, <laughs> you need a commercial kitchen. I need there kitchen. to be cucumber water. Yes. <laughs> Well, she needs people to be, like, on call. She she needs to have someone to, like, ask to do things. Yeah. She goes to a place uh, that's a uh, kind of, like, startup office space. Like a crunchy WeWork. Crunchy WeWork that is, like, you know, making all of these kind of, like, really, like, virtue signaling, like, like just throw Their logo is, like, a succulent. Throw away offers to, like, up and, like, marginalized communities. It's a, it's called pioneer collective it's an office the, space the, for entrepreneurs which, i know and the building it's in lines. is like it looks like the courthouse for the town yeah. literally it looks like they gutted the courthouse it looks like the courthouse it... defaulted yeah <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is why monique this is why monique is actually like she's so deft at knowing how to play her identity cards and knowing how to like actually have that be a business strategy right because mm-hmm. monique knows that if she goes into this crunchy we work with like these you know throwaway um kind of side eyes towards mutual aid and community building whatever whatever she knows she can go in and ask for whatever she wants and, these and she pe- does these people are functionally obligated to meet her demands and because there's cameras there too, well, so she gets a, exactly, so she gets a exactly. walk through. This is leverage. This is leverage better than Grant, better than Elaine. She knows what she's yeah. doing. It's left unspoken. You have to read between the lines to see it. But given the moment, the social moment, but that we don't miss was, anything. The moment that this mm-hmm. was happening in, like Monique knows, I am a black woman in Tacoma, Washington. It is full of soy white toe shoe conductor train hat ass white people (laughs) who will give me anything i want okay yeah and she goes in in this woman the woman who's you know walking her through pioneer collective the leasing agent of like effectively tells her she goes okay so it's like 350 a month monique says monique says does pioneer have any specials going on right now? But after she I'm told, a okay, coupon. Yeah, the I'm a coupon person. So you ask, and she said, discount. She, then she ended with, "If you ask, somehow there's always a discount." Yes. Yeah. Yes. No. That's she ended it in the most genius way. Because but that's it's actually like, an amazing um, business like always, lesson. Yeah. Literally. There's always a discount, right? But it's yeah. like it's cutting to the chase and just being like, "What's the way to make it cheaper?" Because she could be asking all these different ways. Be like, "Oh, I'm only here temporarily," or "I don't have that much money," or "This is no, a POC no, business." No. But she just said. What's the discount? 
She just yeah. looked at she them said, and said, so you, if you ask what do this, I pay? Yeah. But you know, but this is what I'm trying to say. You know, if Grant was in this position and he was going to Pioneer Collective and he's like, so where's the discount? They would be like, ah, no. But Monique can yeah. go in and be like, so I love coupons. Where's the discount? But what is it? But what do and I And they'll be like, yes, queen. You can only have to pay mm-hmm. 100 which amazing. No no fault on that. Like, good for yeah. Monique for finding except, that. That's except amazing. that she d- it's doesn't still need not this office. It. Yeah, it's she still doesn't need exactly. dollars. The thing is, like, <laughs> yeah. Monique, Monique is finding her leverage in actual crucial points of the, like, economy. Where, <laughs> she's where neg- so- negotiating for, like, a, a burger. But no, but, she's like, some other, like, some a other, like, black... Of, like, um, a There's box a, of like, um, what's that like door to door makeup thing? Like Avon, Avon, yeah, Avon. She's like negotiating to get half off buying a box. Exactly, of Avon. she's she like can everything sell. she can yeah. to get a single thing, thing. The thing is that like Grant can be a crackhead wherever he wants, but he ultimately he's only going to be talking to like RV retailers. But because Monique is like finding her leverage in these uh, social transactions that are very like are much more powerful and less codified than like a white male economy. Monique is having to grift from churches. Monique is having to churches grift and the mayor, the library to grift from the mayor, she gets a having to grift from the, the library. library, having to grift mm-hmm. from the Pi- courthouse, from pioneer yeah. collective <laughs> where like Monique is doing stuff. <laughs> from pioneer works. <laughs> Literally like Monique is doing stuff where it's like grant isn't taking opportunity from anyone, but Monique as a multimillionaire, because of her social position as like a black woman, she's is, taking it. It's just grabbing opportunity out of other people's hands that yeah. are on the slate to get it. That you know, she's flushing them. This office could have gone to someone else. That RV <laughs> that Grant has was them. not going to go anywhere else. You know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so she gets uh the the white woman who's leasing the office at pioneer works is just like, so okay here's another thing so she goes to the library because there's love, a laptop rental program love. where you can just like anyone can go like take a laptop this out is her hermione COVID. granger sleigh and she just goes and like gets a laptop and they're like she's like they just gave it to me <laughs> what, what did she give them an id because she's not supposed to have an id I, I, I like don't know. what yeah, do you have to give them you can't get a library card you she can't get yeah. a library card because you don't and she doesn't an live there. in the town yeah like what is? Well, how bitch, did she just she walk got that out laptop? with a computer? <laughs> she just picked it up. And like, the way you just the show way someone this... like mail with your address on it, right? Yeah. Like the way this scene was cut. The way the scene was cut was so amazing because it was like Monique. It was a one minute scene, but it was, it was like just, she walks into the courthouse and then it just cuts to her walking out. out. With yeah. <laughs> she's running. <laughs> she's like, go 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 go. <laughs> it's like a revolving door. She goes in and just goes right around and comes out with the laptop. <laughs> it's like, it's like, 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 like Superman ca- changing. <laughs> like the cowboy junkie scene where he steals all the like heroin from the <laughs> drug <laughs> from the Walgreens. <laughs> but she's like, oh wow, getting a laptop was much easier than I thought. Um, so that's Monique has secured an office space. She's this Pioneer whole time Works. she's been trying to get the guy she the the uh, fruit stand guy that she works for with the yeah. farm. Fart she's been down. trying to Fart get well. him to be her supplier, <laughs> but like she's not really giving yeah. him a business pitch. She's just yeah. like waiting for him to okay, offer something wait, wait, for wait. free. This is early in the episode, but I have an amazing note about this. She shows up to her farm stand job, passing out fruit at like farmers markets, whatever. But she's trying, like you said, to partner with the distributor at this. Um, uh, farmer's market fart well and she was like hey alex i have a business of my own do you want to try my cherry turmeric carrot juice shot and he takes one 
And then he's like, wow, that's pretty good. What? Do you have business for this? What's the business name? And she's like, oh, we don't really have a business name right now, which is called Monique Lene LLC. <laughs> Enterprises. At, Enterprises. Yeah. Enterprises. And I'm like, yeah. Would I buy what a juice fuck? shot? That's such a psycho <laughs> thing, like to say to it's like, oh, okay. as a juice person, who yeah. would buy a juice shot that has a label that is just a woman's name, Enterprises? <laughs> also, um, a weird thing that happened is um, the subtitles for this episode. They the subtitles say her real last name. So, like, when I was oh, watching, Monique I had the volume down Ledette. a little bit, and I had to rewind and be like, did she just, like, accidentally say her real name? But she, so said, funny. she said Lene. Um, also, so now Monique... she, says, she says, what I care about is creating jobs for the, commu- for the community. Yes. In, um, yeah. And then I, later like, in the episode... Have anyone a paid job? Yeah. No. <laughs> she later then leverages a kickball game that she forced an invite to. She yeah. hears. She whis- was like, "Can I give out juice shots at your kickball she game? At your kids' whisperings kickball game? of mm-hmm. a of a kickball game?" And she's like, "Can I come? Can you invite me? Can I come?" <laughs> Nobody wants her there. No one wants her there. Also, she's also but- making. She also goes like, "This is a perfect way to see if the juice shots are really good because the kids will be honest." And it's like, kids don't like juice like sour Why would juice kids shots. Do a juice shot, bitch. Kids she don't need juice shots. Re- she's reinventing the ice cream truck. Uh, is what she says and it's kill like, yourself i'm making the ice cream truck so much worse you have no idea <laughs> exactly <laughs> i'm reinventing it in a way where it's gonna suck my yeah. idea is i want to make you know ice cream truck yeah so i want to reinvent that in a really bad way <laughs> so they so they what if they suck. brought you stuff you hate <laughs> <laughs> you hear a somber dirge coming from the the speakers. Yeah, <laughs> you're playing like the saddest you. song. <laughs> no, Monique's ice cream trucks are playing like Natalie Merchant. They're playing like mm-hmm. white white woman bangers. <laughs> well, yeah, they're playing. They're playing what, what's the? Who did she sign? Uh, one division or, or playing, what, what's it called? Um, one Republic. One Republic. One Republic. <laughs> They're playing the One Republic song about killing yourself. <laughs> they're playing one yeah, to save a life. She's driving around they're playing Blast every train one song Republic. at once. If I could <laughs> save a life. Moves like Jagger playing, blasting. Mm-hmm. And, um, okay. Everyone, it's like um, like in an old west town, like when a shootout is happening, everyone's like closing their doors, locking them. No, she's playing she's playing Jenny she's playing deep cut Jenny of all tracks. Only I deep don't know cuts. Where I am. She's playing Fantagram. The glitter, the the cupcake glitterous cunt. (laughs) Crystal Cat driving downtown playing Holly Herndon. (laughs) (laughs) You know those juice trucks blasting Holly Herndon. (laughs) Caitlin Aurelia Smith in the house. Okay, so Monique's storyline wraps up with her. So she tries to get. yeah, yeah she gets a photographer for free. She gets she asks um Senator Tawana Nobles who's a to guy like have who her is... friend lend her their ice cream truck for the day. Yeah. <laughs> she won't pay for anything. Yeah. But this also, is a, this is a I, business I think, Also, she's getting I think so much that... shit for free. 
But also, she I, doesn't need a commercial. She's talking to people that are. This is gonna be vetted by the mayor. This like Zoom call investor pitch. No, so yeah. it's like she doesn't need to like put this time into a commercial. She should put this time into like recipes. But or, like, uh, but Monique about the is community. so PowerPoint. We're Monique getting a is kitchen. Not, Monique is not thinking about production. She's thinking about product. You know. She, but she also no. She is thinking about production. Like she's thinking about like like she's not like getting a commercial kitchen aesthetics. Yes, but she's not thinking about the actual production of the juice. N- no, no, she's thinking about the branding. Juices, but she's, she's worried about, about these pictures where it's like you could for your first pitch just get Google images of kids drinking juice. Like nobody I could, cares. I could stock. I could Google image her black child juice <laughs> shot stock image. Exactly. And find something and then, she could have loved. Are you Mia Farrow posting it? <laughs> Mia Farrow, <laughs> my my black child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty much where we wrap with her. Well, um, she also, um, I kind of think her and Tawana might be fucking hmm? scissoring. No. You think they got a little. Well, Tawana thing going is single. On? Interesting. They, they both kind of read. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of. I think there was one moment where she calls Tawana on the phone, and there's like a little spark there. Yeah, there was totally spark. She goes, "Hey, girl." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, Hmm?" what if?" Okay, what if Tawana was like Monique? Ever since I met her, she's so health conscious. She taught me about getting your pussy (laughs) ate. The only thing I only eat free trade pussy now. Free trade pussy. <laughs> I need organic mama. Um okay, so yeah, the the show basically wraps there. Um we'll be back next week. Okay, before we wrap, let's do a, a closing bit. Okay, I have an idea for one. Mm-hmm. Jake and I mm-hmm. have been fixated on doing undercover billionaire in real life. In Philly. And Jake and I were like, okay, going what to is, the most desolate is, place is we can our take Pueblo? somewhere <laughs> where there's no business, no <laughs> culture. <laughs> what is out. what is our dearth of culture, our business, and our society? Wait, poop town. Yeah. Our, what is poop town? What for is us? our poop town? It's Philly. We decided Philly. it's like West Philadelphia. <laughs> so if Jake and I can get funding to do Undercover Billionaire. In if Philly, anyone out there wants to like house us, if you other, have like an empty apartment that we could live in and compete and do this. The thing let is, me we know. have to go under assumed names. So this is the bit I want to go out on. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm my gentry. I know what my assumed name will be <laughs> if I have to do undercover billionaire in Philly, and I know I have I have constructed my full backstory. Wait, can As, I be the producers? Can I be the you camera? Can you can direct it, bitch. Yes. Oh. So, Jake, I know mine. What's your identity? What's, what's your What's your backstory? You want, you want me to be fine? Okay. I'm Gentry. Let me think about it. Tell me yours. Right, I'll tell you mine. Philly, you know, it's, it's very woke. It's a blue-haired liberal city. When I go to Philly, I am pretending to be trans-masked. That is really good. <laughs> That's I'm probably... Great. I'm going I'll to go pretend. I'm going to pretend. <laughs> oh, really? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Follow that. Yeah, I know. Immediately shot um, down. Nothing else would change. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to be trans mask. <laughs> Annoying. I will get a septum ring. I What's will... your name going to be? Trans Blunt mask force trauma. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> is my trans mask name 
You don't think that'll yeah. work? If I yeah, or, if works. I open a blunt force trauma cafe in Philly, the line out of the blunt force trauma cafe, the trans owned blunt force trauma cafe in Philly. Until mm-hmm, count them, mm-hmm. count up, count up my pay piggies, okay, bitch. Until I expose you, until I pants you in the middle of the busy <laughs> cafe. Until you cancel me and you're like, no, I pants you. You're like, yeah, no, your pants and no, blood force trauma is Ben Mora, who is a cis man. And then I have to be like, Jake Sillen is white. <laughs> okay, and has to direct all of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Has okay. to get everyone to sign a waiver. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> in the cafe. Look, I know. <laughs> look, I know what you just saw was crazy. <laughs> probably traumatizing. You probably have a case for a lawsuit. But please, but please, please don't sue us. He's my boss. Blunt my needs boss. the money. Blunt really needs the my... money. <laughs> This podcast is my only source of income. I need you to sign this. This podcast, and you're shooting a TV show. This is not even making sense. (laughs) Okay, well, until next time. um, We could call it Undercover Trillionaire. Undercover Trillionaire. Undercover (laughs) Kajillionaire. Where Jake and I have to establish a kajillion dollar business in Philadelphia. Yeah. We could. I feel like we really could. We would be so good. We would be so slave. Okay, if anyone wants to make that happen, if you have the resources to make that happen. Dis, if you're listening. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Vice. Vice. Uh, Who would do this? Who else? If we had funding, I know like five people. We could all bring the cameras. Thing is, it wouldn't take that much money. Yes, it would. Cons- it really- around, around the clock cameras. I guess that's true. We have to pay stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, what if we found? What if we find that uh, barber shop guy, Monique? What you doing? Like, hey, you, you seem like you love doing work for free. Clearly, <laughs> want to come to Philadelphia? Want to come to Philadelphia and film a Shoot, Jew- Jewish trans woman in insane gay man? Ripped <laughs> 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 Philadelphia. I have to sit him down and I have to sit him down and explain. How much is a Patreon subscription to this? Five dollars, measly. T- we're ten xing. It's gonna be fifty starting tomorrow. We're not charging. No, 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 no. Because tomorrow is going to fifty. You're and not, if you already subscribe, no, it's going to fifty at the end of the month. She's lying. You already subscribed. At the end of the month, it's going to fifty. So either unsubscribe or you're going to. Do not unsubscribe. Don't do that. End of the month. Don't. And well drinks at heaven are now a hundred dollars. No, well drinks at heaven are one penny. Penny drinks. So if you want to hear the rest of our continuing series on Undercover Billionaire, there will be 14 episodes in total. You will have to subscribe to that. Plus maybe a bonus with with a very big celebrity. With a very very special guest. Many bonuses. We're going to do a 10x deep dive. We might get Elaine on if she responds to my DMs. (laughs) Um, I don't think Monique will come on. I would be 
No, but I'm sure that we very could find scared her in some to way. Talk to yeah, we should. We could find Monique's phone number. I'm and positive prank we could get Monique's phone number mm. in <laughs> five minutes. Of prank call her on like, air. Yeah. <laughs> hey, is your refrigerator running, <laughs> bitch? <laughs> you dumb <laughs> bitch. I hate you. <laughs> Just call prank call Grant. I feel like prank calling Grant would be the scariest thing. Well, imagined. what you would, what you, the way you would prank prank call Grant is you would call and be like, "Hey, you remember me?" It's White Robert. We used to do crack together. <laughs> it's Trans Robert. <laughs> hey. White I was going to beat you in the head. White Robert. You know, you know Grant had you know Grant had a friend named White Robert who White he did crack Robert. with. White Robbie. <laughs> no, White Robert. He gets so mad if you don't call him Robert. <laughs> he gets so mad. It's so, so, so fucking. Grant be like, I told you never talk to me again about life, White Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Leave my family alone. Okay, on that note, we have to end. That was Thank awesome, you. possum, Thank possum, you. possum, <laughs> possum. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Mwah. Mwah.